Hello and welcome to episode seven. For the benefit of the video, uh, I have gone and got myself a little coffee. Uh, when I was on Mark's podcast, um, he said what's been the best purchase of you know your past six months, and it wasn't a purchase that I made, but it was a coffee machine that I got for my birthday, which was on the 14th of March, which just before this corona lockdown all happened. I think I've saved a fortune in coffee using the coffee machine at home rather than uh, nipping to Costa or Starbucks or another one of those chains, you know, McDonald's or whatever. Um, so I've just taken a little break to get a coffee. Um, I've come back into recording podcasts and I'm trying to record eight in one sitting. You may be listening to these over a period of days and uh, it is certainly now the fatigue is setting in at this. So in this episode seven, after that long and waffly intro, we are going to be looking at um, the new unique selling point that your business will have to offer, which is what are your safety measures and what are you doing to protect people? So this is a weird topic because certainly something that, that, that would just be expected, you know, um, a few weeks back, you know, it's not something that necessarily crossed our mind. But if you think now when entering a supermarket or a restaurant, or wherever you're going at the minute, you're going, do I feel safe? And in some situations and in some instances, a lot of the population are going, no, I don't feel safe. Uh, I'm not happy with going into these places. I don't trust other people. I don't trust the supermarket to be able to keep me safe, or it's not necessarily their responsibility to keep me safe. And a lot of supermarkets have used it as a big selling point, and a lot of farm shops are using it as a selling point. So the measures that they're putting in place in order to help people stay safe. So that might be delivery, it might be click and collect, what are they doing to make you feel safe and comfortable to be a customer of theirs? We work a lot in the hospitality industry. When pubs get back open, this is going to be a huge factor and restaurants get back open. What measures are in place uh, to ensure my safety as a, as a customer, you know, not just my safety, but if I'm out and about you know, eating restaurants as a 29-year-old um, what measures so that I know that I'm not going to pick it up off somebody sat next to me or I'm not going to take it home to my family or mum and dad. Um, what things are you doing to ensure that we are staying safe? And that is going to become a selling point or not even a selling point, an essential point of your business of what you are doing to keep people safe. And this is something you need to think about now. If you are short, um, you need to be thinking about these measures now. If you're a business that's remained open, you've been adapting to this on the fly. You're going to have some businesses that short three or four weeks ago now, that may open in two, three, four weeks' time, two months' time, who knows when we're going to be back open properly, that have kind of missed this period now. We've, we've not all been in supermarkets. A lot of us have been in supermarkets or shops and seen the social distancing measures that are in place, the tape on the floor, the one-way systems, the shielding protectors in front of staff. Do you know, I'm speaking on the 28th of April uh, at the minute. The government in, the, in England are not necessarily recommending face masks. I have worn face masks at various points during this and, and gloves. Um, and the Scottish government have come out and recommended or starting to encourage the use of face masks. All the countries are recommending face masks. You know, we seem to be lagging a little bit behind in England in certain stuff, you know, whether it was testing or whatever. It seems to be, you know, it takes us a few days to catch up and realise that, oh, maybe that was a good idea. So I suspect that face masks will be something that are prevalent. So if you're a pub, could you be getting some supplies of face masks now? They're going to be hard to come by. They're going to get expensive. Um, so could you um, at least start to get some supplies in now? So if you can open in two weeks' time, do you um, 
mean that all your staff are wearing face masks? Are you going to insist that customers wear face masks? Uh, what social distancing measures are you going to have in place? Do you know a certain amount of people at the bar, distance from the bar, cleaning glasses if you're a pub, plates, what, what processes have you got in place? How are you going to keep your staff safe? Some of the businesses that we've been working with, a discussion on, on how, do you know, in a small kitchen or whatever, are you going to keep your staff safe? And that might mean cutting down on the physical amount of stuff that you can, can serve. So if normally you could serve 200 people, you might be limited by capacity based on seats, but you also might be limited on capacity based on the staff that you can fit in an area to prep things. Uh, it's going to be very important to keep your staff safe during this time. Um, I was just listening to, you know, there's discussions at the minute about the Premier League. And Simon Jordan was saying, who is an ex-owner, I think, of Crystal Palace, Simon Jordan used to own, and made a good point to say that if we, as employers, force staff back into the workplace, which could happen with, with football, let's say, and then somebody gets coronavirus and, 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 and even in the worst case scenario dies, if we haven't put safe measures in place, do you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some corporate manslaughter cases come out after that. And corporate manslaughter, for those that aren't aware, for the business owner, doesn't just mean big fines it means jail time as well so if you're an owner of a business it's something you need to take very very seriously um not just for those reasons that you could end up in prison or with is with huge huge fines but as a person who takes responsibility for their staff and who is a caring person who needs to be careful Do you know i've been in some shops today even and i'm not sure that all staff are taking it seriously enough and to me that comes from their employer uh, we've been uh, meeting with one of our uh, customers today who owns a fishing lakes and discussing ways of how they're going to get back open again. Um, I'm not going to discuss too much of what we're discussing at the minute because it's changing all the time and I don't want to set an idea of necessarily what we're doing, but um, we're going to look at, you know, we have to look at um, payments online. We have to look at removing cash from the business. We have to look at um, contactless payments. We have to look at protecting the staff. Um, we have to look at click and collect options. You know, these are the things that all businesses are looking at the minute and they don't have a solution for this at the minute. So we are working on these things as we go. It's something that's going to come up with our pubs. It's something that's come up with our farm shops that we're now working with, you know, creating drive-through systems. And um, so customers can just pull up, open a boot and get their food order in and away they go. So these are things that you're going to have to adapt to for your business. And I've said this in a few of the other episodes, but if you think that you can come back and conduct your business in the same way that you were conducting business just six weeks ago or eight weeks ago, whenever you open again, or whatever it looks like in a year's time, in my eyes, and you know, quote me if I'm wrong in a year's time, and I'll happily be wrong, and we can go back to a, the nice, happy world we were in before, but I just don't see it's going to happen. We're going to change our habits. We're going to change our processes. You know, We're not going to be shaking hands and hugging and kissing people. You know in the street we're going to be careful with our with our parents and there will be people that flout the rules as well and it's on us as businesses to impose them rules and encourage staff to enforce them rules and give them the power to know that um it's something that we believe in it's not just about the safety of the person we're protecting but it's that network away from them as well we know that uh, we're trying to shield the elderly at the minute and you know yeah i'm sure my parents would love to um uh, you know, hug and, and squeeze their grandkids at the minute and we're all making sacrifices, but we have to remember, we have to protect our staff, we have to protect our customers and we're going to have to change our ways, if not temporarily for the next few weeks or months or, or years or whatever it takes, but more than likely forever, this is going to change us. So be thinking about that. Don't rip up whatever you did previously. You, I hope this is the end of the phrase, this is how we've always done it. 
this is how we always done done it is not an excuse do you know i remember um uh, 29 now and i worked with my dad for for six years is when i was a kid going around warehouses at 11 12 years old with my dad and holding tape measures across uh, warehouses and um workshops and factory settings and the machines are on and i'm 11 or 12 years old now it's my dad obviously taking the risk and i was happy to and i still would do it again if my my son you know wanted to do the same thing but the owners of them places um would never allow that now it just wouldn't be allowed you know my dad can't say oh this is the way we've always done it you know 18 years 20 years a long time that safety has moved on a long way and it's going to jump again quickly now when you have to be ready to adapt so i hope you've enjoyed the episode please do get in touch if you are short and you are wondering what it's going to be like or what measures you can put in place um for reopening discuss these things now plan these things now don't make a plan that's set in stone this plan is going to change based on what the government advises to do as i say we're sat on the 28th of april 2020 at the minute and we don't know what the world is going to look like in a month's time all i know is that we're going to be ready we're going to make a plan and we're going to be ready to move that plan if we need to depending on what rules are set out so in our final little episode in this series uh, coming next we are going to talk about something a bit more exciting than cutting costs and being safe and etc etc is how can we go about getting new customers so i hope you join us for the final episode and i hope you've enjoyed the episode so far cheers <laughs>